Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Coming up, more live sweats and winning bets with a better angle on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Uh, all right, back to the NFL. We will touch on Monte Morris and, um, you know, what's gone on with him. Because, Cam, I mean, you sitting next to him yesterday for this whole show, then all of a sudden he's moving on to a new team. So in our next segment, we're going to head over back to the NBA and we'll touch on that. But we're going to wrap up NFL in this segment by talking a little bit about surprise division winners one team on the board that I would love it if they won the division is our Chicago Bears. I think we can all agree on that. Four to one to win the NFC North. Maybe some of the most, uh, you know, some good talent. Could you call it one of the more talented rosters in the division? Seeing as, you know, Green Bay is without Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings are, well, the Vikings. Lions should be good this year, but Bears four to one to win the division. Eh. I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, yeah. if you're out there and you're t- hearing us talk about the AFC West and any, like, super Raider fans out there that believe the Raiders can win that division, then don't look at us crazy if we're feeling like the Bears can win the NFC North. So, you know, wild things can happen in the NFL. Of course, I mean, health is always a big concern for a lot of different teams, especially when it comes to their soft players, because so many ch- seasons can change just on the fate of a player here or a player there. But with the, what the Bears have coming into a division, that honestly, in my opinion, Kate, is up for grabs. It really is when you look at the teams in there. And I know Detroit is coming back off of a strong season. Of course, you can say the same thing about Minnesota. But did they really get better in the offseason? I think the Bears is that one team in this division that you can say you can honestly say 100%, no matter if you're a Bears fan or not, that they got better especially on the mm-hmm. offensive side of the football. So, I mean, throw some money on that. Why not? Take the Bears to win the NFC North. Yeah, you improve the offensive line. That should give Justin Fields a little bit more time uh, in the pocket to throw the ball. And then all of a sudden he's got some targets to throw the ball to in bringing over DJ Moore. So this Bears offense could look, I, I don't want to say drastically different than last year. I still expect Justin Fields to use his legs quite a bit and, and, and you know, do what he does best. But all of a sudden – you've got more options in terms of how you want to run the offense because of what they've added this off season that at four to one, when you're looking at the other teams in the division, I mean, you said it can't, it's one of the more wide open divisions in the league. Yeah, no doubt about it. It is. And that's the thing that people have to understand about the NFC North, because how many times did we see 
the Minnesota Vikings last year have fourth quarter comeback wins, right? You know, because their defense was just so terrible that they weren't able to really be able to keep teams out of the end zone and really putting the pressure back on their offense. And after a while, it just starts to wear on you. And I think that's one of the big reasons why we saw the Giants just walk into Minnesota and just dominate them in the playoffs with that game. So um, when you have that situation along with Green Bay and their quarterback um, in question with Jordan Love, we're not sure what he will bring to that quarterback position for the Packers. But you know Detroit. I think Detroit is one of those one teams that I think that if you want to say a team is the favorite in my book, it would have to be the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North. So that's where I would go with that. And I believe they are favored um, on BetMGM to win the NFC North. So um, that would be, yeah, my favorite as well. But, again, since we're going to kind of talk about teams that could surprise some people and win their division, the Bears are the choice for sure. And we've already got some money on Justin Fields' MVP for next season. So if that happens, the Bears might be winning this division. Kevin, is that possible for the Bears to win? Yeah, without a doubt. I I just – I don't understand the odds movement here in the NFC North. It makes zero sense. When we did this show back in May, right, the first couple weeks we did this show, the Bears were plus 350. They had the second-best odds to win the division. Behind them were the Vikings and the Packers. Since that point, they have dropped to last in odds, longest odds now with at 4-1. to one. What happened in that time period? It makes no sense, but guess what? It's good for me because that means more money when I bet my entire house or my apartment, my rent, rather <laughs> – on the Chicago Bears. I just, when you look, I, I put it in the rundown. I mean, this is an extremely talented roster, and I don't know if the free agency signings went under the radar, but do not sleep on the Chicago Bears defense. We've talked enough about Justin Fields and the offense. Let's turn to the defensive side of the football. This has the potential to be one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Jaquan Brisker is a rising star in this league, a potential pro bowler this year. Eddie Jackson went healthy before he got hurt last year, was making plays, getting takeaways, was looking like he was going to be 2018 Eddie Jackson. If he can return to that this year, and you you got great cornerbacks in Jalen Johnson, Kyler Gordon, who's a great athlete, and of course, second rounder Tyreek Stevenson has already looked really, really good in OTAs and minicamp. And you get the linebackers, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards. There's concerns up front, right? They address the nose, uh, nose tackle and three tech in the draft, but the edge rushers are still weak. However, that's the one position where there's guys on the free agent market that they can spend on to mend that. And almost, it, it, I'm getting 2018 vibes, not just from the way the team has acted in OTAs and minicamp with the vibe. But you remember what happened that year, weeks before the season, a week before the season, rather, they go acquire Khalil Mack the week before the season from the uh, from at the time the Oakland Raiders, and that changes the entire outlook of that team for that year. Now, there's not a single player that I think the Bears would trade for at that point, but there's free agents out there, specifically the one I'm looking for, Yannick Ngakwe. He's not going to want to get a deal done before training camp. He doesn't want to participate in that. He wants to hang out in Cancun and enjoy time with his family, and he's good enough to just show up a couple weeks before the season and ball out. If they throw a little money at him or some of the other defensive ends available, this is a team that 100% can, and I might even say should win. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That division. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the pockets of the Bears are pretty fat. So they they, can, they have some money. They can really throw at some players, some free agents, and bring them in and then make this thing work. So I'm right with you, Kev, for sure, especially with that defense with it being underrated. I think Jermaine Edwards, or excuse me, Edmonds, was a nice pickup out of Buffalo with them to that team. And they need somebody knowing that this is the monsters of the midway type of move for this Bears team. But when you look at Edmonds and his play in Buffalo, he was one of the hearts and souls of that defense for them. So I like to pick up there, and I think that defense needs to be better than what they were, not even just last season, but the season before that. So they can step up and play and hold down that four of things on that side of the football. So with Edmonds gone in Buffalo and uh, Leslie Frazier no longer the defensive coordinator in Buffalo, maybe uh, the Bills' defense could take a little bit of a hit this year if we look at uh, that division. AFC East, Bills are the favorite, plus 130. Then you go Jets, Dolphins, Pats. I don't see necessarily the Patriots winning the division. Dolphins are interesting. If Tua can stay healthy, I really like everything that they have going over there. And they could be adding Delvin Cook, which would only bolster their offense even more. Uh, Cam, any team in the AFC East that you would take outside of the Bills to win that division? No, it would have to be the Miami Dolphins. I believe in them more than the New York Jets because just we don't know what we're going to get from Aaron Rodgers and this Jets offense and this team, right? I mean, I know that they have the young talent on both sides of the football. Like, I really want to see what Brees Hall's workload looks like coming into this season, right, coming off the knee injury. I don't think that they're going to put so much on his shoulders and on his plate that he gets to a point where he's like, all right, well, things start to break down or he's just overwhelmed with something because you're looking at Brees Hall to be one of your future guys. So they're going to try and ease him back into this season and limit, it, and limit his number of games and also the amount of carries that he gets. But defensively, you know South Garden, you know the name there. And then, of course, when you think about the receiving core for the Jets, they have some young guys that can definitely get it done in Gary Wilson, uh, who really stands out um, out of everybody that you think about when they're receiving core. But Miami is a team that at home are really tough to beat. We saw that last season when they took four of their six games at home. They won those. So with Tua at quarterback, and I think the upgrade to the secondary with Jalen Ramsey, who's coming into the season, honestly a little pissed off because of not anything anybody else is saying outside of his own space and his own team and circle, but more so pissed at himself because he knows he can play better than what he did in his final season with the Rams. So I like Miami definitely to be one of those teams outside of the Jets and the Bills to take this division. Kevin, does putting money on Miami scare you at all just knowing Tua's health situation? Because if it wasn't, if we knew that Tua was going to be healthy all season long, I would be putting money on the Dolphins in multiple different ways throughout the year, whether it's their win totals to win the division. I love the Dolphins this year. But if anything happens to Tua, you've got to believe that the Dolphins are going to take all the precautionary measures needed to keep him out and make sure he is fully healthy before he's coming back, which means all of a sudden, you have Mike White in for quarterback, which, yeah, Mike White was decent, serviceable last year for the Jets. There's no doubt about that. But he is not a starting caliber quarterback in this league or someone 
going to win you the division. So how do you look at betting on the Dolphins this year? I mean, Kate, we're only a few months removed from retirement being in the cards for Tua Tagovailoa. Right. At the beginning of the NFL offseason, there was rumors that, hey, this, this could be the end of his career. And you got to imagine, you know, th- this is a player who sits in the pocket with an offensive line that's, you know, not phenomenal, right? They're good, but he's going to get hit. It's going to happen. And one slight hit. And, you know, if you're the Dolphins organization, like, take football away from it. This is a human being whose life could and was last year on the line. If anything happens to him, they, they, they're going to be quick to, to pull him out. Uh, the lucky thing for Mike White is he has arguably the best offensive arsenal at his disposal. Things are really, really easy for you. And they were for Skylar Thompson, even in that playoff game, having Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle there for you. You can kind of just chuck it up and uh, there's going to be a few yards of separation between Tyreek Hill and the closest defender. Uh, but no, I don't feel comfortable betting on the Miami Dolphins. I do like the value, but there's just no guarantee that Tua Tagovailoa is going to be healthy, and all it takes is, is one hit, and that could be his season. And you never know when that could happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll say this though about Miami, Kev, and we saw that in the playoffs last year when they went up to Buffalo and gave the Bills everything that they had. They don't have a fear of anybody in this division. Not at home, not away. This team is really mentally equipped to just go in anywhere and just make it a physical, just fun type of game. And when we saw them in Buffalo in that playoff game against the Bills in Orchard Park, New York, they were out there having fun, man. Like, And that was the thing that was, for me, like, oh, man, they they are just fearless against this Bills team because coming into that game, everybody was thinking about this Bills team as, like, one of the teams coming out of the AFC that they would finally get over the hump of Kansas City and Miami <laughs> – kind of brought everybody back down to earth like no if we can get them then yeah they're not that team that's coming out of the AFC so I, I mean I, I would put some money and sprinkle a little bit on the Dolphins to take this decision uh, real quick Cam as we were talking about the Bills something that just kind of pops in my head that I, it's almost a realization I just came to when you talk about that playoff game is there too much pressure on the Bills or has there been the past couple of years right they've been expected to be the Super Bowl champions right they've had the shortest odds to win that uh, and they're up there again this year and it almost feels like when you think about those playoff games last year like the pressure might just be a little too high for them so maybe they need the doubters to come through get a couple people to bet on Miami Dolphins so the pressure's off and they can just play their game because you talk about that game yeah the, 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 the Dolphins play carefree football and all the pressure was on the Bills to say hey you cannot lose to a back and quarterback yeah. Scott Thompson. So that's just an interesting uh, uh, thing to notice. And that's why I think the Bills will have some regression this season. They take a step backwards and not forward. So uh, be aware, Buffalo Bills fans, that it could be some dark days ahead of you, especially towards the end of that season. 